Hey, October 6th, Saturday. Saturday morning at 8.20. The skies have cleared in Phoenix. And there's a BMW motorcycle about to start. Let's get that. There it goes. The BMW motorcycle. Owned by a friend. And there it goes. The Beamer down the hill. Just starting to walk the bud, and I really kind of don't want to do this podcast. So this is the this this should really make you excited to listen to this podcast. <laughs> when when the uh, podcast presenter tells you he doesn't want to do it, <laughs> I really kind of don't want to do it. I'd rather talk to my sister or something, but she's in Sedona and doesn't have a cell phone. So I'd rather walk the dog and complain to my sister and so forth. Here's Mel. Mel's from China. He's walking up. Hey, Mel. Did you have a good walk this morning? Did, did you go all the way up to 17? Yeah. All right. Buddy, don't bark at Mel. Oh, Mel's my neighbor. We don't spend much time together, but at least I know his name. He's from China. I think he works at Intel. Or he's a professor at ASU. I don't know which one. <laughs> and as it is, smart guy on the distribution curve. So he knows he's smart on something. I don't know if it's electronics or what it is, but he's, he's out there on the distribution curve. And that's his tribe, I suppose. Are we tribalist? Tribalist not by, maybe that's the new thing in the knowledge world. We're tribalist based on the knowledge we have or the interests we have, as opposed to our country of origin. <laughs> man, I'm, man, I'm full of BS this morning, aren't I? But it's not really BS, isn't it? That's what I always, get in trouble with the old BS talk. Never heard so much bullshit in all my life. Well, it's kind of the underlying theme of this podcast, but the, the truth is it's not bullshit. It's just observation of my perceptions. And then all we talk, I think we talked about perceptions as reality, which I don't, I don't ascribe to that simplistic linguistic framework, I guess you call it. I don't know if that's a proper thing. But people like to hang on to that one. Oh, yeah, perception is reality, man. It's so true. So true. Well, but it's deep, though. you got to really look at it deeper than that. So, and none of us, we're all so impatient. We don't want to look at deep things, but... Do a podcast while you're walking the dog. You get 30 to 40 minutes to uh, say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> and we got a nice... It's rained this week. We had people in town. I, it was an unusual week for me. That's why. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the best time to do a podcast when you're really thrown off your routine. And that's what happened to me today. And I got emotional. Broke down. I literally broke down emotionally over the complexity of the messages I was hearing. Many of them are positive, good messages, but uh, also challenging and bonding and uh, so forth. So, yeah, yesterday was not a great day for me. Was, um, I guess I'm influenced by the movie Jerry Maguire you know, quite a bit the emotional highs and lows, the ups and downs. And then that may be my tribe. I'm probably one of those up and down type people. And uh, yeah, yeah, the ups and downs of life. The rivers, jump in the river, it's flowing. Nobody controls the flow. It's a rock band, a rock band 
full of drama, emotion, but they get on stage for an hour and a half and boom, that's it. Rock band. Perform. Entertain. Say what the audience, bond with the audience, resonate with the audience. I mean, rock music is a, just a presentation performance and some people enjoy it, some people don't, but the Depending on the venue, there could be hundreds of thousands of people enjoying the music. And uh, yeah, I'm not a musician, so I'm an outsider just commenting. And we're out the gate, and it's 71 degrees. We've got to give a temperature update. It's October 6th, and it's probably going to be still 100 degrees today, maybe 90. And it's just starting to get to be beautiful. And... In August, I kind of wanted September to be like this, but that's probably in my imagination. And it's sunny, and it's like 8.30 in the morning, and you know, even though it's, I looked at the temperature, and I'm like, it's only 71, so so quickly, so quickly I get wimped out. You know, I used to be excited when it was 85. Oh, it's 85. And it was 6 in the morning, and I was getting a little bit of shade, and the sun wasn't beating down on me. Now I'm whining at 71 already. I'm like, ah, it's 8.30 in the morning, 71. I'm walking the dog and the sun's up and I'm getting hot. (laughs) So there's probably two factors in play here. One is your podcast host is, uh, I'm out there on the distribution curve for observing things that are normally just people just let it go they just they just walk their dog and they don't think about what the temperature is or how warm it is out or what the humidity is but not me i uh i i pay attention to that stuff for whatever reason it's on the phone this is where the information overload comes in i wouldn't look i mean think about it if just 10 or 15 years ago I wasn't walking around with a cell phone. And I wasn't like having a weather app on the phone that I could just punch in and go, hey, what's the temperature right now? Oh, oh what's the humidity? Oh, what, what's the dew point? Yeah. So I'm, I'm out there on the distribution curve, and there's probably other people in that distribution curve who appreciate that. Probably a very small number, but maybe it's larger than I think, too. That's the thing. The tribe and uh, philosophy, whatever. So there's some guy that's big into the tribe mentality or tribe thing. Find your tribe, tribe this. I'm not looking for my tribe. I don't think. I don't. I don't think I'm. I'm not looking to join a tribe because it's kind of against my nature. I'm a anti-tribalism kind of guy. But I do. I guess I appreciate the connections and we were talking about Mal the Chinese guy and he's probably at ASU or Intel super genius making microchips knows all this stuff and he's got his own tribe they go to conferences about microchips electrical engineering avionics whatever it is and that's what they do they tribe and that's fine so the, the, unfortunately there's a a lot of people, we all try to put everybody in the same, same tribe. <laughs> you got to be in my tribe, man. I'm telling you. If you're, but it's like against the nature of the human. That's what's so frustrating. It's like people have this innate feeling inside that uh, I hear this person trying to invite me into their tribe, but uh, it's not really me. So, I mean, you sort of, you may go along with it for a long time. But uh, you may realize, eh, I'm not sure this is really my tribe. But of course, me, I'm, I'm kind of whacked out because I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think I really want to be in a tribe. I'm in one probably. And that's the thing. It's like I'm out there in whatever realm I am. It's not based on, I'm not obsessing on electronics or technology and geeking out on gigahertz and 10 gigahertz uh, 
RF technology, radio frequency <laughs> technology. I mean, there's millions of people that know a lot of crap about RF technology or SMT, surface mounted technology, putting little chips. So electronics are in everything, right? I'm, not, I'm doing this podcast based on electronics. People are doing business based on internet, electronics, computers, the whiz-bang thing, software, software that rides on the technology. And it kind of gets down into the human interface. And I'm, I'm, I just, I'm not, I don't want to get into the philosophy of it. I'm just walking my dog, man. <laughs> and I'm looking at a, a blue sky with a few clouds in it. In a mountain. And uh, it's not really a mountain. It's maybe a two, 1,500 feet high, maybe. It's just rock. You know? So, yeah, we were looking at Mars last night. And I was kind of bummed. I was very bummed yesterday. Very, very bummed. But my friend's over with the Beamer, Beamer motorcycle. And uh, it's good to have somebody that's known you for a long time. And that's my friend. He's lo- he's known me. Uh, not not that we. Uh, there's a comfort there. It's not like we've bonded like uh, Steve Wozniak and or is, is it Steve Wozniak? Some Wozniak guy and some guy named Jobs <laughs> started Apple Computer. Yeah, we're not we're not kind of like that, but we do help each other out. <laughs> not in the uh, Apple Computer kind of way, but. Maybe in a spiritual, emotional way, we help each other out. And uh, which reminds me, of old Steve Jobs. Oh yeah, what is today? The sixth? Is it October fifth? Yeah. Maybe maybe there's some kind of spiritual connection there. That my dad dad died yesterday, and subconsciously I felt it. He didn't die yesterday, yesterday, but he died October fifth, two thousand eleven. So what is it? Seven years. Seven years. And it's kind of weird if I mention it to my like my wife. She'll get, she might get pissed at me. Like, no, you can't. You know, your dad. Yeah, your dad died seven years ago. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I just became conscious of it right now on the podcast. See, this is the, the part about the podcast that's so unique is I don't plan anything. I'm just walking the dog. <laughs> So yeah, my dad dying is quite an event, and it's it's subconsciously there. But anyways, yeah. So October, October fifth, two thousand eleven, and uh, the night of the fourth, I was visiting my dad with uh, his caretaker in the house, and uh, she she's been around a lot of people dying, and she kind of knew that this was it for my dad. So she's like, you should talk to him. You should talk to your dad, so. Uh, what do you do? Yeah. So it's a good emotion in a lot of ways, because uh, uh, very short, but uh, impactful conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he uh he's funny like he is up to the end, you know. A couple weeks earlier he had, had the uh last rites as they do in the Catholic Church. And I was I was I was really ticked off about that. Some I don't know, forty year old blonde balding dude priest guy comes into my dad's room. He's like, Well, you know, you're gonna have to leave the room and I'm like, What? It's my dad. What you know and you know, I guess the the 
the scandal is I'm not Roman Catholic or whatever, and my mom's not. So we, you know, I don't know what the procedures are in the Catholic Church, but it was just like so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> my dad's 88 years old, and the priest, he's, he's been committed to this church organization since a child, right? So for 80 years, he's been part of this organization, and, and uh, it's supposed to be about God, spirituality, humankind, um, about family, biology. You have a, a wife and kids and a, whatever a family is, right? <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I don't know the procedures. Maybe it's maybe even if we were all Roman Catholic, we could get booted. I don't know. So we get booted. So that was a couple of weeks before my uh, dad's passing on October 5th. But the actual passing, when I was there, I guess, I guess in a way I gave him the last rites. He was, uh, I guess he knew he probably was dying or he wasn't going to hang on. He wasn't going to hang on anymore. He was done. So uh, he's like, I hope I was good enough. i never forget that. And I just kind of chuckled. There's like, Dad, it's not about being good enough. So, here comes um, some other dogs. Hey, morning. Good, and got, it's weird. We got great news this week. The scan came back. Oh, really? Um, all clear, but it's weird because I don't know. I. It's awesome, right? Yeah. But it's like, what do you really know? You know? Is it all clear? Yeah, but it's like weird, though. I, I, need to, I wasn't there with the doctor because that was supposed to happen next week. Yeah. But he gave, because the news was good, he decided to tell my wife anyway. <laughs> when I wasn't there, he's like, well, the report came back and it's good. So he told her. Right, all the indications where there was cancer, the chemo did what it was supposed to do, right? Oh, wow. So the problem I have, because I wasn't there to, to ask the questions, right? So I wasn't there to ask the questions. So I'm like, is that, like, what does that mean exactly, you know? Yeah, but she had stage four, so like some people say, like, well, you never go on remission if you have stage four. So I don't, I don't know what's, I don't really don't. It's obviously the news is in the right direction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm just like cautious. She didn't ask. Huh? She didn't ask. Didn't ask what? What that means? No. Well, she might have, but I wasn't there. Oh. And I have to hear it directly from the doctor or something, right? Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just expressing that yeah. it's great news, right? But it, like, I don't know where we're exactly at. Right. But so then again, like you have to go through this again in six months. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I'm like, we're still. It's like cautiously being, you know. So I'll I'll get a chance to ask the doctor questions this week. Oh, that's good. So. Well, yeah. Take it. Take it. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving next week. We're gonna to go to uh, Yosemite. And see, so, there you go. With good so, news. Yeah. It's like a rebirth for her. Yeah, and it's a process of you know. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it'll be a literally literal rebirth of nine months processing out. 
like a bait, you know, process back to yeah. something. Right. So, yeah, we're, we're on the podcast, by the way. Oh, awesome. This is all part of the podcast. And I was just getting emotional about, I just realized like yesterday was my dad's, um, when my dad passed away and I was just talking about, it's hard for me to talk about, but his caretaker, they hang around people that are dying a lot. So she told me, he's like, I was about to go home that night. And she's like, no, you need to talk to your dad because I think this is it. Which is like really weird to me, like, right? Like, how do you really know someone's going? And he's kind of like hanging on, right? And he's been hanging on for years, right? right. But this caretaker kind of sense like this is it. It's like weird. How does she know that? So I talked to my dad and he's Catholic, lived in the church the whole time. And on his dying night when I'm with him, he's like, I hope I was good enough. <laughs> and I started, started laughing. I'm like, really? You're really dead? <laughs> I was like, it's not that complicated, Dad. And it's, it's, a, it's ed- educational for all of us, right? Oh, yeah, the Catholic it's like, guilt, the Catholic, work, Catholic works, the things that you should be doing to get to heaven. It's the same thing as the LDS religion. You know, one thing they need to figure out is they didn't believe in Jesus, and grace is what gives you, gets you to heaven, not being, doing things for people. <laughs> <laughs> So here's my dad who lived 88 years, you know, part of this organization. And he's like, has no confidence about what's happening next. Right? Yeah. So none of, we don't want to talk about it, right? We don't, but I, I was so blessed to have, I mean, it was just a great thing for me to be there with my dad. And I just kind of laughed. I mean, it's dad, you're fine. You know, it's, it's, you believe in God, you believe in Christ. And that subsequently, I've read some things in First John. I love First John. It just simply says that if you believe that Jesus came and is the Son of God, that's it. That's, that's all you... If you believe that and have that concept, all this other stuff is guilt or something, right? It's just weird. And I was just talking, maybe, do you know the rules, some of the rules of the Catholic Church? Yeah. I don't, I don't right? So I was, I was on the podcast, I was just talking about, my dad had last rites with some young priest guy that yeah. came in, like, and he, but he kicked my mom and I out of the room to do last rites. And I'm like, is that because we're not Catholic or is it because nobody, it's always just the person and the priest yeah, in the, one-on-one. is it always one-on-one? Okay, so it wasn't that we weren't no. Catholic. But I have proof that it didn't work because two weeks later he's dying and he's like, I hope I was good enough. <laughs> So there's some massive theology on my podcast there. So thanks, Heather. You're a star on the podcast. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So she's got the giant schnauzers. Two big giant schnauzers. Wonderful. Big dogs. And Buddy is the miniature schnauzer with a little poodle. And, uh, yeah, they're pretty good together. You didn't hear it. There wasn't a lot of bark in there. I just kind of tangled up their leashes. So I think you got that. This is, uh, yeah, for a podcast that I didn't want to do. It's, uh, if I say so myself, it's quite a bit of expression of emotion here. And there you go. Heather just happened to be taking the dogs out at this time. So October 5th, 2011 was also, and this is how my brain works, I was talking about Steve Jobs and Wozniak, is actually the same day that my dad died. So uh, 
yeah, everybody in the whole world was kind of like, ah, Steve Jobs died yesterday. Steve Jobs died last week. I think I was on Facebook. I said, yeah, well, there was so much Facebook activity about Steve Jobs. I just kind of threw out there like, oh, yeah, well, Steve Jobs died on October 5th, 2011. Well, more importantly, my dad died. died. (laughs) So my dad's a little more important than Steve Jobs. And also brings me back to a funny story that, see, I got to be careful with my language. Because uh, someone told me that. It's like, don't tell people it's a funny story. Because <laughs> I'm probably setting it up, the expectations high. Like, what I'm about to tell you is funny, you know. So, you should, you, I think it's funny, so you should think it's funny. I mean, that's just, that's not, pro- it's probably like not the proper um, comedy process, the delivery, right? But kind of like I don't care. I also discovered that I, most people think about what they say before they, they speak it. And they're like, they think about, well, what is the, what is this person going to think about what I'm about to say? But I don't really do that. I just kind of say stuff. And then, and usually, I mean, there is an element of like my family where we say stuff to get a reaction. But I'm so used to that process or that style of just saying crazy stuff and you know to get conversation going that was the dinner table you just say something outrageous to get people talking (laughs) that's my mom just just throw out something crazy and then not that you really believe it i don't think or my mom would just back it up and like you know okay i'll walk that back the old the old walk that back but it got the conversation got people talking so maybe that's the old can't stand the silence thing so where am I going with Steve Steve Jobs so I remember my dad about five or six years earlier it must have been 2005 or six and my dad's what is he 82 or something sitting in Paradise Valley right beautiful location and he's pretty much walker and chair bound and he can't really get around much so he watches tv and the news and finance and investments and things and (laughs) i I always remember this because i had recently there was a story about steve jobs and how the stock apple stock was like seven bucks a share it was like there was some time when it was like really hurting really really hurting and uh he uh, was <laughs> he uh, he owned a lot of it, and I, you know there's there, there was a story written that he sold a bunch of his shares or options when this when the Apple stock was like seven bucks a share, and so then people always look in hindsight and go like man if steve jobs he's you know didn't sell like 20 percent of his stock or whatever percent it was and then five years later or six or seven years later the stock had climbed massively and he would have had like 10 billion more dollars or something crazy like that right like 10 billion right so they go back in hindsight and they look like well steve jobs is an idiot right what, what's he doing now, subsequently, someone told me that, like, well, he kind of had to, which is weird to me. Like, how can the company force him to sell stock or something or did some kind of dilution thing? I don't know. But the article that I read, that's you can Google it up, says that, uh, says that, uh, hey, now we're at the kid's house. Bud wants to say hi to the family, but I, I don't see a car out front, so they might not be home. But uh, Bud's at the door. I don't know if they're home, Bud. And see, I didn't even steer Bud over here. He just wants to say hi. But I think the family's out, Bud. They have two little boys, probably like five and seven now. But this is the house. See, I, just doing the podcast, I wasn't even paying attention. And Bud kind of goes on his own and entertains himself 
Okay, bud, let's go. So, uh, what else? So, Jobsy, uh, in hindsight, looks like he just like gave away $10 billion uh, out of his estate. And I'm sure he, he still ended up with like $10 billion, but could have had 20 whatever that means. And uh, so back to my dad, right? He's, he's sitting in his chair probably about a year after I became aware of this story. And he's like, ah, oh, Mike, I should have bought more Apple stock. <laughs> and I'm looking, you know, my dad's 82 or something. And he can't really do much. Like he can't, he can hardly even, he, I don't even think he could golf at this point and blow $100 golfing or something, right? He certainly wasn't getting on an airplane and taking a ten, twenty thousand $20,000 European vacation something. So he wasn't, basically, he wasn't spending any money. He was all set. And he just, he had, realistically, he had a pretty well financially situated, but he just worried about stuff, right? As part of that generation. So I had, I had to tell him, I said, Dad, look, if, if the CEO of the company can't even tell that the Apple stock's going to go way up, like, what the hell chance do we ever have of knowing? <laughs> right? <laughs> I, and, and I'm like, Dad, there's no way that, uh, that you could have known. I mean, the CEO didn't even know. So anyway, that's my dad. It's pretty funny. So then to me, the iron, ironic thing is both Steve Jobs and my dad died on the same day, right? So... So I think my dad, he's, he's got that, we got that humor in our family. So I'm sure my dad is going to remember that. And uh, old Steve Jobs is probably up there and my dad's probably saying, Hey, Steve, my, my son told me you're an idiot. <laughs> so there you go. Heaven humor for uh, Steve Jobs and my dad. And that, I think that's a great story. Of course I do. Of course I think it's a great story. And uh, that's that. Morning. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got the, what are they, twins? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, these are my granddaughters. They're identical twins, but you can tell them apart right now. Wow. One's a little chubbier. And more hair. <laughs> it looked like they just had bacon and yep. and waffles or something. <laughs> they totally did. did they? they eat so much. <laughs> they have that food coma look. Yeah. <laughs> and they love the walks. Like they just get so relaxed in their walks. Yeah, they love it. They love just like Nana, they love the outdoors. And him too. <laughs> All right. Check it out, huh? What's that called again? The board? What kind of board is that? Hoverboard? Oh, yeah. nice control, getting right? up, you know, look, you got up the edge there. I, can, I can't even get on it. <laughs> that's, that's the scary part. Is getting up the edge? Aww. Well, it probably takes a while to get that kind of control. Very good. Yeah, yeah. We have a little one, a little dog at home, too. This looks that's like the grown-up version of uh, Lala. My dog's about this big. She's yeah. full grown, but she looks similar. Yeah, this is a miniature schnauzer mixed with a poodle. Okay, so they so. thought, mine's a rescue, and they thought she might have schnauzer in her. She's yeah. got sort of that face, but just a really but tiny I, version of it. Yeah, we, we lucked into this dog. I mean, you know, how people, some people probably, I get this impression that people like study, like what dog what do they the want, right? you know, and they study it, and we just kind of went on, it was actually, I think, on Craigslist. Really? Yeah. And we just like, my, my wife wanted a, a dog and I'm like, well, let's look on Craigslist. And there was someone over here in Ahwatukee and she was um, a bit older and he was only like a year old rescue dog Aww. and she couldn't walk him enough. She felt like, you know, I just can't yeah. walk him around. So we were so fortunate to get this guy. Sweet. Yeah. I feel like every rescue I've ever met has been like this. It's got a great temperament. Okay. I mean, he's a loud barker. Like he, you know, he he'll be pretty obnoxious in the house, or 
whatever. Because he hears things, right? Yeah, Mine yeah. Does the same thing. And even people he doesn't know come in the house. It's you know we have to grab them and. I think that's actually a good thing. I've, I was annoyed with it at first, but then I'm like, okay, you know what? She's doing her job. Did you say uh oh? Yes. What was that mean? Huh? I don't know. I what? actually accidentally taught them that a couple of weeks ago when they dropped something, and I said uh oh, uh-oh. and they've been saying it ever since, right? Uh oh. Uh oh. What do you think uh oh for? Did you poop in your pants? <laughs> I'm like, I told him, I'm like, if they poop, we're going to have to bucket them. <laughs> Look at them. They're like so calm right now. You wouldn't have believed that that was the case a few minutes ago. Once they're in the house and they're let loose, they're like, fucking up. They let it all out. Oh, yeah. So older brother, how many years older? Twelve. Yeah. That's going to be, that's tough for you then. Huge. He's a huge by the time they go to high school, they're going to be like six, I think. Yeah. So I'm, I have an older brother that's 10 years older than me. Oh, really? So here's what happens. Like, they're going to grow up, and then they're not going to know you at all until they're about 25 or 30. And then they'll start relating to you better. That's exactly what it is. This was a big, huge, I'm going to call it a miracle, surprise right. miracle for okay. my daughter to have, to have them. This was not planned or expected or anything like that and then to turn out to be twins and identical and yeah it's crazy well good yeah that's how i look at it you know what this yeah. is really a blessing for us well i enjoyed chatting with you i'm gonna you keep going all right thanks it's starting to cool off now so we're more awesome. we're more like sociable because we're not burning up right <laughs> we feel like talking <laughs> <laughs> have a good one all right bye-bye bud what's up buddy so wow this is a, turning out to be a marathon podcast and i just thought oh i might be coming up on the time limit it's 37 minutes in folks i've been i've been allowing myself to be interrupted and that's probably a good thing we're so busy in life but it's saturday morning and i really kind of don't have anything to do i sort of do there's uh, I just need to go work out, and then I I uh, have an appointment to have lunch. See, I, I just got story after story. So we're going to go to Liberty Market, which I've had a couple of experiences there, and one of them is hugely negative. So they had this burger called the Juicy Lucy, and I, I apologize to the listener because I think I finished my story on the Apple computer and my dad. So he, yeah, he's passed away on Steve Jobs. So moving on to Liberty Market, which I'll be at. And it looks like four hours. So I was there for lunch a couple years ago. They had a stuffed cheeseburger. Stuffed cheeseburger. Sounded delicious, right? Came to the table. It was not cut in half. And I just picked it up, bit into it. And extremely, extremely hot cheese squirted out between the double cheese patty or the stuffing deal. Squirted on my hand, which was smoking hot. I dropped the burger. Turns out I got some of that cheese on my cheek, which even last night I started uh, kind of feeling like I think it burned some nerve endings, right? So I'm not real pleased with this place, and I had a little bit of a email spat with them, but I just couldn't be bothered to do much distractions. But I have I can find scars on my hand where I was burned from the cheese. I'm looking right now to make sure I can. And uh, yeah, there they, there they are. So I still have a scar from the the juicy Lucy cheeseburger. So really, they should just comp our meal today, and I might try to pull that discussion off and say that I'm only here because my son and his fiance want to uh, eat here. But I'm kind of pissed off at you guys, so I think you should just comp the whole meal. Well, I'll try it out. I'll try that out, just because that's the kind of guy I am. (laughs) So anyway, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, 
what else do we want to talk about? It's feeling good out here. The wind's blowing now. People are out walking. Dogs and kids. And it's the Arizona lifestyle. It's different. So I'm trying to think, like, what's Chicago? If you're in Chicago listening to this and you've grown up there, you've been there a long time, you just don't. The weather changes are very variable. So you don't get a constant change to the like a consistent change like we basically we had three days of rain that's it and now we'll be clear skies for probably like two months and cooling off and uh morning, morning. there's a tall nice tall long-legged dog there hey buddy it's okay bud hey guys you're all right just walking So yeah, so we have this consistent change. It's like, boom, 75, not bad, 71, 75. And that's it, and it's not, it's just, you know, I'm not saying it's the best, most ideal place to live, it's not. It is what it is, we adapt, we change. It's good, I like it, I don't mind it. But And part of the uniqueness of it is this, consistency the 300 and some days of sunshine and then this slow heat up may and june and just smoking hot in july and august and the cool down period in september now we're october 6th we're finally cooled off it was kind of hot and uh, another combo story is my my friend who's staying with me the last week or so it's almost 10 days, that's cool. It's, uh, so my dad dies and uh, the funeral is gonna be on a Thursday. I don't know if it was October, who knows, I could look it up, 14th or something, let's say. And, uh, or maybe it was the 21st. So I say, hey, my dad's funeral is the 21st, Thursday, blah, blah, blah. And my friend confused it with the 14th. So he's like, he goes to the, the church, the Catholic church on 24th Street there. Shows up. Nobody's there. He calls me up. He's like, hey, hey, uh, I'm at the church. Uh, is your dad having a service? And I said, uh, no, Dave, sorry, you're, uh, you're a week early. <laughs> you're a week early for the funeral. So like, why is that funny, right? So why, why would... Why would I laugh, right? Because my friend shows up a week early. Well, because I don't know, I guess my brain just looks for like, what is the, the humorous connection here? So I came back with, well, Dave, you know, yeah, you're a week early and that's okay, you know, but just don't show up a week early for your own funeral. <laughs> oh gosh I think that's hilarious maybe that, that should be a quote right whatever you do don't show up a week, a week early for your own funeral alright you can show up a week early for everybody else's funeral that's fine because you can come again next week but if you show up a week early for your own funeral, well, you technically, mathematically, you would be dead right now because, you know, that's just how it works out. <laughs> that's how it works out mathematically, right? You, you, uh, if you're always a week early for your funeral, then, well, maybe you're dead within a week. So you're always... Your funeral is always, your funeral is always one week in the future. I guess that's how it would work out mathematically. So, if you're listening to this podcast, start worrying because you might have stumbled on this podcast and realized that you're uh, you showed up one week early for your funeral, but you just don't know it yet. So anyway, yeah. 
So that's that story. And I can't, I don't get any f- audience feedback and probably, I probably sh- shouldn't do stand-up because I'd probably, I say stuff and I probably would get a reaction then it would throw, the reaction would throw me off. So maybe that's part of comedy school is like when you're hitting good jokes off and people are responding, don't let that throw you off, right? So whoever's listening to this, I hope you're cracking up. So overall, I don't know, you know, to me, this has been a pretty good podcast. I've enjoyed it. I didn't really want to do it. I didn't want to do this. There's more going on behind the scenes that I don't really want to go into, but um, like I have to walk Bud. And so in many ways, this is my therapy and thoughts of the last 24 hours are on rock bands and how rock bands get up on stage and perform for an hour and a half and the audience enjoys it and you have the the rock band is doing something and they influence a response out of people and uh, they like they like to do that and uh, but then that's just an hour and a half the behind the scenes emotion and drama that goes on is probably that's what people are also interested in, like what goes on backstage or not, not even backstage, but if they do a show every Friday and Saturday night, what goes on between Sunday and Thursday, you know? Because they're artists and we're all artists. And uh, we just don't know it. We have some kind of outlier gift, which probably has outlier uh, oh here comes my friend on his beamer so it was a good walk good timing there goes the beamer and uh, in a few minutes I'll be back at the house oh man I don't know should I go work out I should work out I don't know how it all is going to be put together. So, yeah, you know, you won't know until the next podcast, and you won't know at all unless I remember to discuss it. Because I kind of like having a lot of distance between the podcasts now. I'm kind of um, spreading them out. And, uh, yeah, yeah. This is the... Uh, just a reminder of myself is that this is the the buddy schnoodle walks in Arizona podcast because he's the schnood the star of the show buddy the dog buds he's he's much happier now that it's 75 degrees instead of 105 degrees right bud 30 degrees bud makes a difference right and he's uh yeah, he's moving along quickly now. I think he saw he wants to be home and see the rest of the family. And we're on our way. And, uh, yeah. So there's some other things going on in the background. Um, emotionally painful to some respects to me, but um, uh, it's. I noticed that it's not as bad as I think it is. Like I have some kind of fear or uh, um, embarrassment, let's say. And uh, so I'm, I'm mentally wrapped around the axle on that, but I, it's kind of broken free overnight. And some other ideas have replaced that negativity. But of course, that's what I do. I guess I look for the positives in the negative, which is kind of funny in business, right? Because you got to make the numbers, right? But then, uh, but then again, if you have the more opportunities you have, so if you lose some, you win some, right? So that's 
part of the uh, part of life. So yeah, um, keys are <laughs> some discussions need to happen. It's all a matter of uh, perspective, right? I'm comp- we, we can put numbers into a box and get upset about it because I can equally get upset about 15 bucks if, depending on what how I frame the, the dollar amount. Like, I can get really crazy upset about 15 bucks, but then you know, get upset about two million or even diminish two million dollars and go, man, it's two million dollars. We'll we'll make it up somewhere <laughs> somewhere else. Oh gosh. Podcast listeners. You uh your host is a bit nutty. Just sharing my uh my ideas. And no prep, no prep, right? That's the best part about the podcast. No prep. This is not not uh, distracted by any preparation. Come on, bud. Wash your feet. So we're in the backyard or by the pool. We're gonna get Bud's Bud's uh, feet washed. And uh, for as much as I didn't really want to do this podcast, I really enjoyed it. So. It was all for me, so I did this podcast for me, and I enjoyed it. So there you go. If you did, great. Think of your outlier outlier gifts. Where are you an outlier? And enjoy that. So, All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye.